0: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104.
1: Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. We're chatting about those uh, scams or life hacks that you have to save yourself a few quid. Things like using the exes or the brothers or the sisters, uh, Netflix password or Spotify login details uh, and a variety of different things. How did I forget this? Loads of people loads of people have those dodgy box things for the TV they
2: do actually yeah and and
1: people you see advertise around I don't know how they work I think they are technically illegal but I know a few of my mates have them and you pay some guy whatever and you get every channel for free
2: but does like if it breaks or if something goes wrong or it's not sometimes I think
1: so yeah it's not legit so sometimes I think they uh
2: they can go a bit wonky.
1: They'll scramble. The thing will get scrambled on you, I mm. think. But yeah, that, that's another way people are kind of trying to save themselves a few quid. Another scam, a scam people are uh, involved in. Uh, any other good ones? Let us know. 0876797104. Uh, um... I remember one time years back, me and my boyfriend walked into a local chipper and sat down eating chips and southern fried chicken. Lovely. I am starved right now.
2: Oh, I know. So am I. I
1: keep forgetting to eat. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, we do a show for three hours and then we can't eat. And then we put money into the jukebox. We were having such a good time. We said goodbye and went our way. And when we got home, we realized we didn't pay for our meals. That's stealing. Oh,
2: that is stealing. That happened to me before uh, in a restaurant. Right. Food was really cheap. And we got a bottle of wine. They forgot to charge us for the bottle of wine oh, and I only realised when we walked out that why was that so cheap and then we looked at the
1: receipt. And you went back and you said N- you've made a mistake no, here and we, I don't want to put didn't. you out of business. No? No, I no, didn't. Scum. No.
2: Scum no, a lot of people won't do that. They just won't. You know, you kind of feel like well, that was your... That was your mistake. Your
1: mistake. <laughs> <laughs> See my notes It's on the receipt. This is kind of uh, what I have to pay, what you said I needed to pay. Um, they have those sc- cup squirt things for the ketchup oh, in some restaurants yeah. now to prevent that to prevent stealing all the sachets of uh, salt and ketchup and stuff like that so you can't stock up on
0: you
2: can't blame people for doing that though uh,
1: you can supply um, year supply of salt and pepper and whatever it is you get from a fast food outlet like McDonald's or Burger King or whatever it is uh, anyway if you've any other uh, hacks or scams are things that you're doing to save yourself some money if you're using other people's login details or siphoning off the internet from somebody else splitting a signal down through a satellite who knows what it is oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four 104 uh, we're gonna play this one more time right last week we took some suggestions from our fingerless listeners right about what we should include in a Remixed and Tiesto inspired song Four Fingers.
2: Yes, we did. Um, now they all came back with very good suggestions about great pubs, great takeaways, great bus routes, great mm. buses uh, and very famous faces.
1: Yeah, so names and faces. So the reason for this was uh, Tiesto's song, the new song, The Business, <laughs> for some reason works perfectly well with Finglas. It does, yeah. If you replace business with Finglas, this song works perfectly well. So we just got some people who lived in Finglas to make some suggestions on what we should include in a track slash anthem for Finglas and uh, we played it out on Friday evening after kind of getting those suggestions and airing it out, but we'll play it again one more time here as well. Uh, If you're from Finglas and we've missed anything, you can let us know, but the reason we're doing this as well, we might do this again on Friday if you are from, if you're not from Finglas and part of a different part of Dublin that you feel deserves its own dance floor anthem to be made. Maybe you're in, in Blanche or Tala or I don't know, you know, Coolmine, wherever it is. If you want us to remix and uh, make a dance floor banger inspired by where you live in Dublin, let us know. 08767 97104. But this is Tiesto's The Fingless, inspired and created by uh, the listeners out in Fingless who made some suggestions. So we'll enjoy it here on Room 104.
3: Let's get down, let's get down Fingless. Give you one more night before we bust to get this. We've had a million, million high ones like this. So let's get down, let's get down to fingers. Aslan, please don't worry about me. Cause Darren Conway let my heart speak. My friends keep failing on their driving test. So let's get down, let's get down to fingers. Let's get down.
1: The Fingless. Uh, it's up on Twitter. If you want to have a look at the video, by the way, just uh, check out FM104's Twitter account there. You can see it. I couldn't put it up, It's up on Instagram, but it got taken down for copyright infringement because that's it? the world we live in right ah,
2: now. Ah, come on. I know,
1: and it's not going to go up on Facebook either because that'll just happen again. It'll be like, we're taking this down now because it's automatically flagged. But that's the, the first one. Um, if you're obviously not from Fingless and would like a dance floor anthem, created based off suggestions from your area let us know where we should do next I'm like does Tala want it does Blanche want it does does Terenure? Does Temple Oak where, where, what other parts of Dublin Ringsend what other parts of Dublin deserve their own
2: Ringsend definitely does
1: dance like Sheriff Street yeah. you know, Fibsborough what, what would you write about Fibsborough all the art or Glass, Stony Nevin. Glass Nevin. yeah For, Glass Nevin. yeah next door to Fingless as well Ballymun maybe Kulok, we've had a. We'll, Koolock, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do a collab with Connor, our friend Connor, who came on the show, Connor Yates last Fantastic, week, yeah. uh, and we will mix it up. But let us know if you're from a different part of Dublin than Finglas, right? And you would like a dance floor filler created here on the show based off your suggestions. Let us know where you're from and what should definitely be included about uh, what the area is that you're in. Let us know. Always we'll Put our heads together and hopefully create something that's not too, uh, not too crap.
2: For and you. we and we don't judge if you're from Dorky. we will write a song about all the great things that are
1: just be full of money sounds and wealth what is the sound of wealth yeah (laughs) uh, Bono and Enya just (laughs) merge together (laughs) hello hello it's payday that's just tons of money coming in it'd just be an Enya song for Docky and the like but from any other part of Dublin um, and you would like uh, your own dance floor filler for your area let us know what the story is where you're from what should be included in it drop us a whatsapp 0876797104 and if you want to see the video the video for that obviously like the fingless remix of that song goes very well with the actual Tiesto video it
2: does yeah it's genius because it talks about the 40 bus
1: oh yeah, yeah and yeah. it yeah. looks
2: like they're on a bus too
1: Uh, It's it's, if it was meant to be so uh, at FM 104 on Twitter you scroll down through the last couple of posts and you'll, uh, you'll kind of see it there if you want to check it out it is I think up on Instagram but you might have to go search it on our profile I don't know if it'll be shared out because they restricted it because of the copyright stuff anyway let us know where you're from what are some of the key landmarks, famous people, famous chippers, famous pubs, famous roads, famous estates that should be included and send it on to us 087 6797 104 and on the way we'll have music from Lewis Capaldi before you go. It's room 104. You're listening
0: to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
1: FM 104. you new amazing news. Lockdown restrictions extended to March the 5th. So the current situation we're in at the moment is going to be extended to March the 5th. Apologies. Don't shoot the messenger. We're as annoyed and frustrated frustrated as you are, but that's just the situation we've been dealt with. More info up on the website, but that was announced about an hour ago, will probably be officially announced tomorrow, but you know we love an old leak. We love
2: country. an old leak, yeah. Yeah,
1: so so listen, that's the thing. They're gonna th- there's some half hours messages talked about quarantining people coming in, especially from South Africa and Brazil, making them stay in a hotel, stuff that we maybe should have done like six
2: months ago. I was anyway. nine months ago but sure look
1: <laughs> look at it anyway uh, we're taking your suggestions by, for taking your suggestions uh, for songs about Dublin that we would like to make so on Friday last week Thursday and Friday we took suggestions from people in Finglas because it turns out that uh, Tiesto's The Business works incredibly well with Let's get down and- So, I mean, it works perfectly well Perfect. with Finglas. And yeah. then there's uh, we got a lot of suggestions about landmarks, famous places, people, things, pubs, streets, housing estates. All went into it and we created on Friday evening, Tiesto's The Finglas, which is up on our Twitter, by the way, if you want to uh, check it out. Because we can't put it anywhere else because the evil people are like copyright infringement. Anyway, it's up on Twitter if you want to have a look at it. Now, we're just wondering, though, if you're not from Finglas, if you're from a different part of Dublin and you would like a... Song made, a dance floor filler, a dance anthem made about your area. Where are you from? Let us know. And is there anything in particular about that area that we should uh, include? Uh, Mr. Marley has said Ballyar. Now, we could do one about Ballyfirm. Indeed, Mr. Marley. Um, oh, I'm trying to think with stuff out in Ballyfirm. The Lawns used to play football out in Bally Ballyfirm
2: has a fantastic radio college. Oh, it does. What's yeah. it called?
1: Ballyfirm. does you just call it Ballyfirm College of Media?
2: I don't know what it's called actually
1: What are the There's the lawns There's Cherry Orchard There is What's What's the main road In Ballyfirma called It's a fancy It's a fancy name It's like Fonu Why am I forgetting that Fonu Road What's What's Lads the main road in? in
2: Voice notice in Because we need to Be able to pronounce this
1: I think that's what it is Faunu. Le Fonu Road I think so le f- Ooh, we're not French le nous. <laughs> there, there <laughs> is a beautiful there's a beautiful French quarter out in Ballyfermot. they do pastries and baguettes and there's a man in a black and white t-shirt you know just going around oh stop
2: <laughs> <so> it <dumb. laughs>
1: uh, thanks for that Mr Marley we'll put that in yeah uh, Le yeah. Le Fonu yeah. Le Fonu
2: it's not called Le Fonu
1: Le fond-ou. yeah où est Le
2: yeah, that's what the phrase fernier. is.
1: You, you drop the T when you're saying Ballyfermot in French. Ballyfermot.
2: Oh, Ballyfermo.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oue le The beautiful <laughs> champagne from from Ballyfermo.
2: Kylemore Road in Ballyfermot, no? Yeah,
1: no, it's the, the Fanu Road, Le Farnier Road. Fanu, Le Fanu.
2: Le Fanu. Yeah. I know. How do you pronounce that?
1: Yeah, I think it's Le, le, le Fanu Road, Le Farnier Road. Anyway, anyway, that does yeah, a lot round. of actually, we'll definitely put that onto the list of we'll a few more heads getting, so Ballyfermit heads getting in
2: touch. So yeah. Uh,
1: that's a great one. But Stephen has said, right, Stephen says, hi, Stephen from Cabra. Could you do a Tiesto song for Cabra? Landmarks are Liam Whelan Bridge, Downey's Pub on the Cabra Road. Also, you have Teos, which is an amazing takeaway. Oh, Tios. You've got Clark's Bakery, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Right. Oh wow There's a ton Of uh, stuff in Cabra And the reason why I wanted to uh, You got my brain working it, may, it doesn't have to be Tiesto By the way But I was thinking Has there been a modern remix Of this song Because this We could fit Cabra Into this no problem and at you all Let's just wait for the chorus Here now
0: burning
1: flame, burning flame, full of You know the name of the song It's the Steve Miller band But I'm sure there's a modern remix Of it right Here's where we get Cabra in here now See you in Cabra.
2: Oh yeah! Cabra, Cabra,
1: Cabra, Cabra.
2: yeah. I Ooh. wanna see you in Cabra. Ah! <laughs> oh.
1: So, so, so that could work, right? That's I, a
2: brilliant one. Ew, there's a rat on screen. Jeez. Sorry,
1: sorry. Christ. But has there been a modern remix of that song? I don't think so. Or I hope I'm there. Sh- has. I'm there sure has there. To have been some.
2: I don't think there was officially, but Ew. I think you could probably find one.
1: I'm sure there's got to be some heavy, filthy remix. Here we go. Reach out and
2: Like that'll like that. definitely
1: work, but I, I just thought there was uh, a heavier dance version of that song. For some reason in my head there's a real like Tiësto's voice, man, they're a real deep voice.
2: Yeah, that had something similar <sighs> yeah. to Cabra. Yeah. no that,
1: no, that was remixing that Abraca Dabra Abra song. Oh, anyway.
2: I don't, I know, I don't think there has been no.
1: Stephen from Cabra, thank you very much. We will do that is uh, we will add that to the list anyway but yeah it's a good mix I just want to find something maybe a little more uh, dancey a little bit more EDM-y if there's an EDM remix of that Happy Days but yeah we will add that to the list so we've Ballyfermit we've also got Cabra in there as well Cabra would be a good one I'm trying to think what's what like what Dance songs we could use for Fermit, We'll have a tink. Uh, <laughs>
2: There's some very mean messages coming in here.
1: Alan, Alan from Tala, we're not going to read that out.
2: Alan from Tala, that's not fair.
1: Uh, da, 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 da. Ballyfermit I, is.
2: Uh, <laughs> this is also not fair. I went to the, went to the media lovely. college,
1: please. there. good college. Yeah. Oh, good, the 78A is the bus that would go out and do it. Right. Uh, Bally is a. Bali is a potential one. Bali firmat, yeah, and then cabra. I'll write these down. Bali firmat, uh, cabra, and what was that? That was that, that. was it. That was the two that have just come two in there. There are two that have come in a few And We've times. got one potential one from Abracabra. abra cabra, abra cabra, abra cabra, cabra. Yeah. Okay. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Is there any other suggestions in there? Hi, Cormac. Is that really your singing voice from singing Tiësto? Yeah, thank it, you. It's
2: great. No, I wouldn't say it's great.
1: It's not great at all. No,
2: no. There's no need to, you know, tell him it's great. Cause no, no, it's no, not. no.
1: I bought Auto Tune. Yeah. Last week, spent a hundred quid on Auto Tune.
2: So that basically fixed your voice. Oh.
1: Yeah. That that made you sound
2: like you could sing, but you can't.
1: Uh, no, can't. No. Uh, if you want to turn off the Auto Tune, like, Auto Tune is amazing. It would you actually have
2: turned it off and sang it.
1: Oh, the dry version. Yeah. No way. It would like literally if you. If you would see how powerful AutoTune is, it is insane. And it's actually so easy to use. You double-click on the note and it'll just automatically move it and that's it. It's not like you need to be a sound engineer. You just need to double-click on the notes and, and then that's, that's it. it. That's it. And oh. you just move them up and down. If you can use a mouse, you can use auto-tune. It's insane. Oh. And it would make you want to become a famous singer because you're like, oh, well, anyone can do, do this. That's all You don't have to have talent. You just sing absolute tripe into a microphone and let the computer fix it. Job done. Amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, so listen, uh, what part of Dublin are you from let us know what the crack is, uh, wh- where should be the next one. Uh, is it Talla? Is it Ballyfermot? Is it Cabra? What should get the next uh, Dublin Dance Floor Filler remix? 087-6797-104. Here is Lewis Capaldi. Uh, before you go, it's Room 104.
0: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104. Before you go That is Lewis
1: Capaldi Before you go It's Cormac and Saoirse here On Room 104 with Playblue You can see what takes your fancy At playblue.ie You know you want to
2: Now we're after getting a message in here Which is very interesting From Lorna And I'm wondering if uh, anyone else Has this issue We don't have this issue But maybe someone listening does Hey guys Not sure if anyone is suffering From this while working from home But I'm having huge issues With my boss So I've been working from home since the beginning of April, which is probably kind of the normal time people have to work from home. Uh, At the start, I was quite happy to not have to commute, but now it's just just torture. So every day we have about eight video calls. Basically, she's trying to micromanage like she does best. But uh, now she started to ask myself and a team of four of us to jump on a meeting at 9 p.m. some days. I work nine to five, but I'm being asked to do way more since being at home. When I told her I had to go and see someone, she said, well, we can reschedule till 10 p.m. <laughs> her attitude is, what else would you be doing? Well, What else would she be doing? Are other people having to deal with this way of life? No, I doubt it. What do you mean? What? 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 What else would you be doing? Do you not enjoy the fact that you
1: have a job and that it'll just break up your nights? Because there's literally no cinema to be going to, no dates, no gyms, no football, no nothing.
2: See, I think this is the problem, though. I think that yeah, there are people that are unemployed. There are people looking for jobs that would they'd kill only be grateful to,
1: be... to have that kind of stress. No, but yeah. they
2: they would kill to obviously have income and a bit of structure in their day. But there also is that other side to it where you feel like you should be doing more because you're working from home, even though you're doing the same hours, you're doing the same work that you would be doing if you had to go to an office. Now, I've heard this a few times where people have said that their bosses have nearly talked about the commute in and out of work. You don't have to do that, so you have more time. Yeah. So you kind of should be working from, say, eight in the morning and maybe not finishing till six because, you know, that hour here and back is is gone. Yeah. But, like, you have to have time off. You have to, like, you have to unwind after a day's work. I know there's not much going on. You can't do anything. But, like, if you're going to be working, is it working to live? Or living to work? If you're going to be living to work, what is the point?
1: Well, there's nothing else to do right now.
2: Sure, why not? You need work life balance still, though.
1: I know, but there's no life. <laughs> you know what I mean, no one has a life. So you might as well fill it with work. But
2: hang on and a second, just because, and job done. Just because her boss doesn't want. To have a work-life balance, and her boss is deciding to spend all her time working, doesn't yeah. mean that she wants to do that.
1: I but like I know, but like she can't actually do anything else other than work.
2: She can. She can talk to her friends. Like she doesn't maybe have any friends. Look, if she was living alone like I am, and you were working all day long, and you don't have any time to talk to any of your friends, you'd be devastated. So sad, no, but come on, you cannot tell me that this is normal. She's wor- She's gotten up in the morning at like eight o'clock. Is anyone listening out there really going to say, yeah, I think a meeting at 9pm is, is fine, is acceptable? No.
1: I would have said maybe pre-COVID when you're doing stuff and that it, you would stuff and other things to do. But now I kind of, not that I, I don't think it's too bad because there's literally nothing else to do. And there's not there's not even any really new TV Coral. series to watch. Sorry now. Honestly, like what do you what else are you gonna be doing? You've Relax, to watch. it could be
2: taking a bath. It could be something simple. Bats
1: are banned under level five restrictions.
2: Listening to <laughs> listening to a a podcast, Room 104's podcast, whatever it okay, might Okay,
1: fine, fine. Make if you're doing, it doing it that anyway, fine if yeah, if you're doing that, of course, yeah. You need some time off to listen to our podcast. Or
2: yoga. If you wanna do yoga from home or, you know, chat to the girlos, talk to your mom, go for a walk in the evening and but, just
1: Okay, okay. Maybe uh, does she does Lorna Lorna, if you listen, can you f- let us know, like, what's the story? Is this a really important project that they're working on? That Let's say there's a massive, massive deadline. Where people need to work just for this week, a couple of late nights.
2: No, hang on, that doesn't make it any better. She's not getting paid extra to do this work. No, so but
1: we need committed individuals. You can't just clock off and say. Imagine you were a surgeon, and you know someone's heart is open on the table, I totally and you're just like, oh, it's disagree. five o'clock. Sorry, I, oh God, got to go. I have gotta a go. friend
2: that went to uh, Canada. I think it was Toronto. She went. It was actually a neighbour that I was friends with throughout my uh, teenage years, and she said that you know when she was working, I think she worked in HR here, that you know her her job hours were 9 to 5 but she was expected to stay till like 7, 8 you know that was normal if she didn't get the work done
1: I know so many people are leaving early as half 6, 7 o'clock yeah and it started at 9 by the way
2: whereas over in Toronto they literally come over to her desk at 5 and say go home that's like, why you the do Canadians aren't the their
1: economic powerhouse that they could be. Lazy no. Canadians.
2: She has said to me, that, like, she feels so much more relaxed. There's no stress. You just, you do what you're meant to do within your working hours and nothing else. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's way better.
1: I just, no, I just, I just wonder. Playing devil's advocate here, is this a regular thing, or is this because they're working on something incredibly important? No,
2: but you're missing the point. It doesn't matter if they're working on something important.
1: Ah, come on out, does it? it if you never, no, if you never asked to, to work late at a very important thing, if you're all pulling together and y'all know it's only for a couple of weeks, where hang you on have to, a second. Like, think about this. No. Right, let's say, let's say, let I don't even know what company Thorna works for. Let's say you work for, let's say, a small a small agency, a small marketing agency, right? There's only like six or seven and you're trying to bag your first big huge client and you're coming up against people with 40, 50, 60 staff, huge budgets, right? But you're in the run to secure a proposal and let's say the pitch has to be on a Friday and you have to make sure everything has to be done. So let's say there's pages and pages and pages of crap to get done and make sure. Would you not, let's say if you're the owner of that company, say, I need people who are willing to, Hopefully, if we can get this across the line, there'll be bonuses on the table. If we can get this across the line we'll all be in a much more secure much better environment and that if we can just work a couple of late nights we'll get this over the line then things will get back to normal we'll get this huge client in and job done do you
2: Absolutely not, not. Okay if I was a business owner and I want to put that work in because it's going to affect me directly and I'm going to make more money directly No no
1: but I'm saying staff, could. let's say there was a bonus structure in place where all the staff are no. going to earn more money No, no. And you've ownership over it but I just no. I don't know I just think it's a very civil service mindset where it's just like I'm clocked off at 5 o'clock I'm not going to do anything extra and then we're going to be That's inefficient. That's such a terrible mindset gonna, to have. And we're not going to get anything meaningful done because we're not willing to sometimes put in extra work and extra effort and go the extra mile no, and do it.
2: I'm I not do saying, not agree with you at all. Listen, I'm not saying,
1: you know, Lorna needs to be completely burnt out. I'm just wondering of the context. Is there is there important stuff that needs to happen at the start of the year to secure a client or get work done or get a big project out of the way and then For the rest of the year, the pressure will be off. She hasn't got
2: back in touch as of yet. But from her, her message, it doesn't say anything about meeting a deadline. It doesn't say anything about a big project. It doesn't say anything about this being part of her working life. And it's obviously just since being at home that she's expected to do this. And it's not okay. Like, you cannot sit there and say, oh, it's just like, you know, a civil service job where you just go in, do your job and leave again. Like like you're not born to just work yes, till your you back is are. broken like, we you- are
1: all human slaves for this capitalist corporate system no That's you're making a joke of it
2: now but it's true like I mean no, where, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm
1: just saying. Context-wise, if it's important that it's, it's only going to be no, no, no. But it's not about about money. It's about surviving. Like, what if people? Let's say hypothetically, it's for a huge client that will save this person's business. So let's say
2: save this person's business. Save, so save, you're these little no, 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 little sa- helpers save your to job. get this big person, save this your big job. CEO, no, their, no, no, their no, paycheck. No, 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 Because
1: uh, here's the thing: everyone, everyone- and everyone- you get
2: a little bonus that will hopefully make you stay for a little bit longer. I will two tell you, right, right, right. It's absolute talking, BS.
1: If this is a let's say, if this is a if this is a small company that is run, oftentimes the CEO that you quote doesn't pay themselves, right? I, I have a friend who's been in a similar situation where, uh, you know, they've risked everything, and obviously, just bosses that they're earning a ridiculous amount and they just screw people over. But in a small, let's say, family business or in a small agency that somebody has set up usually the boss is the worst paid because they're putting all of their money into the business and they're going to secure a big fish which will mean easier working hours more resources and more money but like if you're if you're let's say right if your job was on the line if everyone's job was on the line would you not work slightly harder to make sure that you bag the client get the work done that needs to be done so you can all survive
2: i think it's greed well, I then, do, I, I genuinely think it's greed uh, You've signed up So would you rather Would you rather hours. sign off Okay well, What,
1: would
2: you're meant you to go home l- Stressing whether you're going to lose your job Because you're no, worried you about home. Not putting in extra hours On top of your hours That you're not yeah. getting paid for
1: Yeah No Okay, so you'd rather clock off at five And then have the six the, the ship sink
2: See, that's the That is the manipulation no, I'm, I'm just It what, is, am manipulation But what, I'm saying, what if that's true? If you don't do this You know, you might lose your job that But is, we're in a pandemic no, it's absolute and utter scare-mongering. On, it's not scaremongering. And you know what it is? It's pressure that is totally unnecessary. Especially, we are in a pan- pandemic, yeah. so employers should be aware of that, and they should be looking after their staff and making sure that their, you know, their mental health is looked after. Yep. Not throwing more work. But in your their mental face health and will and be way if worse you
1: if you lose your job if, if the business goes under. That's what I'm saying. Do you not. I'm not I saying. I just think it's a disgrace. Meetings at nine o'clock. Obviously, it's illegal to run twelve-hour workdays. Yeah, you of can't course it is. Do that, but I'm just saying on 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 certain. Occasions in context, is it not needed? Is it not needed for people to put in the next few hours just to? I say bag the big client, get the big project done, sign off on something, so that everyone's job is going to be safe and secure.
2: Can you imagine you had a family with children? You have maybe oh. parents you need to look after, and you're telling me that you should be putting in these extra hours in work instead of looking after your children, instead of giving so them you can continue instead to put of giving food the important the table things for your the kids. Time. No, yeah.
1: if you want no, to come back and go, oh, daddy, what are you doing me. home early? Well, I put you ahead of my well, job. Why don't you
2: Why don't you go do the strawberry alarm clock tomorrow morning then?
1: Because uh, that's a stupid o'clock. And they the, don't, they have the go cover. help them they out. The why don't no, you help
2: them out? Because you do know need what? It.
1: They have loads of people working on that show. That's fine.
2: No, I'm just but saying, why don't thing, you put yourself thing. out no, there, though? No,
1: no, no, right. Here's the thing if we, if, there were, if, if we were at risk of losing our jobs and we had to pull something big out of the bag, would you not work the extra hours?
2: So you want me to work through the night to secure my job? No, I will not do that.
1: Okay, that, that's fine. No, I wouldn't. So, so you wouldn't do that? No, no, I no that, do that. that's fine. No. Okay, so then you would happily. I'd rather
2: have my health. And not be stressed, <laughs> and not be up all You're night. What are you health
1: if you can't eat? Though you know what I mean. You can't go. Oh, well, I have my dignity, and I'm not saying you should work 12, 14, 15 hour days constantly because that is abuse of uh, abuse of power, exactly. and it's manipulation. But and I'm you just, will
2: get sick. You will run yourself we, into I know, ground. I know, I know, I know, I, know I know. But
1: I'm just wondering context of this. Lorna text coming in. If she is texting, is there a bigger picture? Is she just not willing to pull her weight for a week and jump on a half an hour call and it's tick a, some boxes? A week and get wasn't some dumb. said
2: in this Cormac. This this th- is th- basically but that's her all saying to working from home.
1: That's all I want to know.
2: Since working from home from the beginning of April, this is starting to happen. This didn't happen last year.
1: (laughs) Honestly. Jump on and do a bit of work, it'll be fine. How productive you can be if you just get a bit of work done. Um, So what does she want to know? What should she be doing about her annoying boss at nine o'clock at night?
2: She's now feeling pressure, obviously, so she's wondering, is this normal? No, it's not normal. It is not normal and do not accept that. It is illegal. If you're getting up to go to to, to work from nine a.m. and you're expected to be on a call at nine p.m., that is illegal.
1: Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four Cormac, will you work till one o'clock tonight, please? I do actually. Yeah, actually, yeah?
2: why don't you? No, why I don't do. you stay back though?
1: Every night,
2: stay back. Though. I do. Yeah, an I hour, go. an hour after me.
1: Throw up some some podcasts and edit some videos and schedule some stuff out. So yeah, my my night. Stay up, one. stay
2: stay up another extra hour. Oh why the, not? to two o'clock? Why not? Fine. Yeah, exactly. It pushes us ahead it might, it might push us ahead a little bit more if you just do that every single night
1: What do you think Lorna should do and are you in a similar situation where since you've been working from home people or your boss is being a bit of a a-hole and just expects you to be there 20, literally 24-7 because now you're your desk is in your bed 0876797104 and on the way next Tiesto the Fingless uh, the actual song The Business it's up next here on FM 104
0: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long FM 104
1: on Room 104 hope you're well we got a message in from Lorna just wondering since if you happen to be working from home right if you've moved to uh, home and you're working from home and you have been for the last number of months how has your boss or manager been with the whole thing are you finding it more stressful or less stressful are people being more unreasonable are people expecting is your boss and your company expecting you to just be available on call 24-7 expecting you to do work because you're lucky you're home anyway you're working from there what's the issue anyway just bloody work will you oh 97104 uh, Interesting message in from Lorna who's uh, followed up with a bit more a bit more info about what her job entails.
2: Yeah, she said I work in finance uh, and I don't want to reveal where but work with international clients. So I assume obviously different time zones.
1: Well, that might be an issue, yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul, but I mean
2: it wasn't an issue as I said. The first text doesn't say that she's had to work, you know, weird hours previously. She said I work 9 to 5.
1: We're all struggling and if you need to do an extra hour or two, just do an extra hour. Or two. <sighs> I just wonder: will she get this time back? That's what I'm saying. Like, are you are you kind of ch- getting? Are you tracking overtime? Can you track overtime working from home?
2: I don't. Is I don't know what a way it thing? works.
1: Because at least then, if you're if you're pulling an extra four, five, six, seven hours a week, that that can add up, and you have a couple of days off then at the end of the month. Is there, is, Lorna, we, we need these important pieces of information. Anyway, what do you think uh, Lorna should do? Because her boss is making her do 9pm.
2: No, I'm just wondering, are other people having to go through this? Yeah. Like, are, are other people expected to go on calls? And am I just being ridiculous by saying that you shouldn't be jumping on a call because you're not doing anything at 9pm? Like, we we jump on not. a call
1: at 10am the other day. That's similar enough, isn't it? We should be like, hang on a second now. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, We're asleep.
2: We did, in fairness. We did. But like... I could have easily turned around and said I'm not going to be on that call.
1: Yeah, you should have. should have. Yeah. Get on to your union rep, which mm-hmm. we don't have. Uh, Paul, good evening, what's the crack? Absolutely not. Just tell her boss, no, you don't get paid for your commute time. Yeah. See,
2: there you go. No, n- under no circumstances. That's a really interesting thing. You don't get paid for your commute. So why would you even bring that into the equation? I know,
1: yeah. I wonder though, Paul, right, would you be willing to put in a few extra hours? Just, you know a once off I hope not if you needed to get if something important needed to be done
2: do you know what the worst part is say that team no one's a
1: team player anymore everyone's just may in it and no one's a team player and no one can get it done
2: like Lorna hasn't hasn't gone back to us about this but like if the other people on her team are going on the call she's gonna look really I know yeah bad for not doing it sorry where's Lorna but it's not oh she
1: thinks she's got rights does she
2: Oh, she yeah. thinks she can actually finish work the time she's supposed to.
1: Sure, what else would she be doing? Like,
2: seriously, if that's the problem. When other people are doing it, you feel like, you know, you should be a sheep and follow suit, but no, yeah.
1: don't. Uh, if you are working from home at the moment, are you facing anything similar? Like, I was right, back when the Barbers was open, mm. right, I remember sitting in getting me a haircut and one of the lads who was company I was saying, there was a guy in from a very, very big recruitment company in the day before and he said, since everyone has worked from home, their productivity has increased 12%. Now, this is such a huge company that they send out weekly productivity reports and progress reports so they know how many hours of work they're getting per employee. Mad oh, stuff, yeah. right? Real micro, not micro, but they've loaded of data on their on their output per mm. employee. And he said they're getting an extra hour a day from people because their employees are bringing their laptops into the toilet. And when they're on the toilet, they have the laptops on their lap and they're still doing work because they're at home.
2: That's awful.
1: It is a bit miserable. He was it delighted. He was like, this is working out so good for us that we're banging out an extra like 12% productivity per month since people have worked from home. Huge company. It's,
2: gr- it's pure greed. And just
1: people sitting on their laps going eh, uh, eh uh, Sure sitting in the laptop on the lap in the jacks like ridiculous. Only work the hours you are getting paid for.
2: Absolutely. Keith. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Nothing else. Don't feel pressured into doing more. I think it's I think it's really bad. I it's think the
1: context matters. Obviously, if this is for like a huge corporate conglomerate that is just using and abusing you, tell them to go shut up their hole. But like mm. if a small business
2: no, I think we need to respect people as well. And I think people will work better if they are given proper but what else would you be doing? work-life balance. What, is your, what else would you be doing? You're just going <laughs> to have people just, leave?
1: Just, just, I know, that's you the will. Thing. you'll probably have a huge amount of staff turnover with something yeah. like that. Uh, listen, if you're listening and working from home, are you suffering uh, or experiencing anything similar? Let us know, 87 679 uh, Adrian, what's the story, sir? It's not illegal to work 12 hours a day
2: yeah fine it's not illegal no, I think it, is it not I think it would be if you're doing five 12 hour shifts a week I think I don't know but also this isn't this isn't the point here Adrian the point is this girl works nine to five mm. she's not signed up for a 12 hour day she's not being paid for a 12 hour day so she shouldn't be doing it uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, uh. so I'm in so I'm in work at the moment I live and work in Vancouver, and everyone works super hard, but it is not a thing to stay back late. See? I work in a law firm and even my own lawyers would ask me why I'm staying late. It's expected at home with all that. No, it's expected at home but uh, home being Ireland no, th- you'll get no thanks at all. Uh, Francesca, that's insane because I would have thought all over the world legal firms are one of those places where they just sweat you and work you to the bone. Well, obviously not. Here I know it's disgustingly bad. Yeah. I know the story of a woman who went into labour at her desk.
2: You're joking. <laughs> I
1: swear to God. So afraid of being um, so afraid of being uh not fired but not have a job to come back to so afraid of you know being skipped over, so afraid of not hitting her targets, so for oh like just Like
2: that's disgraceful. It really is.
1: Thank you for that, Francesca. Doo, 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 doo.
2: Like this is obviously a much bigger problem than we thought.
1: Uh, brown noses like Column. My name isn't column, but I take the message anyway. <laughs> <laughs> brown noses like Column who we'll get uh, we'll get people to sack. I work for a huge company with a lot of money. They stopped overtime and forced us to work Saturdays, nine till one for a flat four hours off during the week the regional manager said if you're not happy with that stay at home
2: it's horrific so hang
1: on, hang on hang on what are they what are they asking you to do here they're giving you four hours off during the week to come in on Saturdays so is that like one hour a day or 45 minutes off a day or something and I'm sure that that can't be managed because you're like oh I'm meant to finish up at I oh, will you just stay for five today will you
2: can we just read the message before that
1: Mm-mm-mm.
2: saying that I should be president. Yeah, I should. Do you know what? I give people work-life balance. That's what I would give them.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. The the message before that. You need a proper work-life balance. The greed of companies prey on people's vulnerabilities at this awful time and hang the threat of longer working hours to save, quote-unquote, save the company, which is always about greed. Well said, Saoirse. Thank you. Sersha for president.
2: I am not a sheep, thankfully.
1: Telling telling people they have to work longer is bullshit. To yeah. save the company. The companies are milking it with greed.
2: Yeah. We should be friends, that person. Yeah, friends.
1: You, you've made it onto Sergio's friend list.
2: Yes. We can hang out. No,
1: I do, I, I do get that. I'm just, I'm just wondering, context, like obviously if this has nope. been happening with Lorna for the last year. No,
2: there's no grey area. It's black or white.
1: No, no, it's not yes, black it and white in life. grey I'm just saying sometimes do you need to like, you know, you've pulled an all-nighter in college to get a project done kind of thing.
2: Exactly. Look at that message above. When does Lorna sleep? Exactly. on her laptop probably she probably does fall asleep <laughs> on her laptop and you know what's um, going to happen down the line she'll be going to the doctor with stress issues with sleep issues but and she'll then have a
1: thanks from her boss saying thanks very much and then she'll ask for a raise and they'll say Ooh, horrific the exactly
2: money. yeah the and then they let her go they would let her go like that they replace her
1: are you trying to say that companies don't care about people
2: tomorrow of course
1: they don't uh, small business or not they have to look after their staff if she stays back an extra hour or so they should either pay her or give her days off
2: exactly pay her or give her days off by judging from her message she's oh, not getting either.
1: Would you accept days off then? If you had to work an extra two or three hours uh, for like if you had to work a couple of long days five long days in a row would you Would you do that provided you were given some some time in lieu as they say?
2: Yeah but I'd want it like the week after.
1: <laughs> Straight up. You're like yeah. give me that. Give me that. Thanks very much.
2: All about work-life balance. I have worked all the way through this stuff as we service the HSE company, let agency agency staff go. And some of our own staff went out for 10 weeks due to the original lockdown. I have been doing two or three people's jobs. See, a lot of people are doing that uh, on top of my own. And almost I'm almost broken at this stage. Companies will take the piss if you let them.
1: Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah.
2: A, a lot of my friends are also doing that you know if somebody has left a job or maybe they're short staff they end up having to pick up other people's roles in the job and then they do end up double jobbing it so yeah
1: I'm just saying is there ever a context where it's okay would nope. people not I just think there's to be some situations where maybe if someone you work with is struggling under a huge workload and they're under pressure would you not give them a dig out
2: I'm just wondering if anyone's going to agree with you
1: just, just in context would you not pull a couple of long days if there was a huge important piece of work that needed to be done
2: absolutely not so just uh, an FYI for the future I will not do that and I will rather leave.
1: We have got uh, <laughs> well search is Saturday and Sunday we're working all day getting the last few bits across the line. Nope. Uh, also they put us on a COVID payment and screwed up our tax. Yeah I've seen that happen a lot of people.
2: Oh yeah I did see that happen. It's
1: like you're people. working ridiculous hours and ah oh, whoopsies. Good evening guys. You'll be replaced as soon as you're replaceable. Only work where you're paid
2: for. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Thanks Anto. And I think everybody needs to have this mindset.
0: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: You will be sick. It's not worth it.
1: Mm-hmm. Lorna's boss sounds bored. She is going to drag Lorna down into her body, into her boring life.
2: That's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. It's like an ego thing. It's like um, A
1: control thing more it so. It is isn't a control
2: it? thing, yeah. It absolutely is a control thing.
1: But some, some people who wind up in management are that they're the control freaks. Not even control, they're real. Yeah, they are con- controlling as the narcissistic controlling yeah. kind of want to micromanage
2: they've everything. They've no empathy. That you're doing. They've no they don't care if you're stressed. They don't care if you're not sleeping.
1: Because they haven't seen their wife and kids in years and they're like, "Well, why should you?"
2: Yeah, because they're miserable. Yeah. And they just want everyone else to be miserable as well. But uh, like I don't understand their mindset because you know as well as I do and everyone listening knows that if you are made work like that, you end up resenting the person, you end up hating the job. You like it's just a ripple effect, and what's going to happen is they're going to leave eventually, and then someone else will have to be trained up, and then that's going to cause stress on the boss. So what's the point?
1: I I just think if this if look after your staff. If that obviously obviously look after your staff, but I just think on certain occasions, not twenty four seven. If you're working stupid stupid shifts constantly and people are taking advantage, fair enough, you have to step back and kind of go that'll ruin you. But I'm just saying, in certain contexts, if there's a big piece of work that needs to be done, a very important deadline, you're going to have to put in. There's going to be certain times where you're going to have to put in a little bit of extra work. Nope. Just just to get it over the line as they say.
2: Absolutely not, unless you're given a big paycheck. Like you need to be you need to be um rewarded for that. Who's being greedy now? No, you need to be rewarded for that. And if you're not rewarded for that, bye. See you later.
1: But again, again, you'll get rewarded later on down the line nope. where they acknowledge your dedication and loyalty to the cause.
2: No. Nope. No, I need it there and then. I need to know that, that, that it's coming, could, but, but you're not going kind to of worry
1: week. that that attitude will just—you'll never get ahead in life then, because you no, just you won't do what it. It, you won't do what it takes to kind of no. make things happen.
2: If I if I wanted to make something happen and I wanted to start my own business, I'd I'd focus on that and I'd make it work. And and would so you be work it.
1: twelve fifteen hour days if it was your own business?
2: Absolutely, I would. Yeah, if I if I wanted to, and then if, if you I not, chose would you not, to would, do that, yeah.
1: But would you not want people on board who would be willing to get in the train? I would never expect
2: someone to do that. No, I wouldn't. No. I would I would make sure that my business is in a in a position where if I am employing someone that they're doing a job for me with certain hours that they know exactly what they're going to be signing up for and I would respect them and hope to keep them there. Sometimes there's
1: problems. No. What happens if something goes on fire?
2: It's your own
0: fault. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
1: FM 104. I hope you're well. Reminder, tomorrow night on the show we are going to be playing Poker Face with RTE comedian and presenter Sinead Quinlan. So uh, if you haven't heard Poker Face before, it's very easy, 10 o'clock. We invite our guest on, they'll tell you three things about themselves. One of those things is not true. One of those things is made up and it is your job to hone the skills Uh, of being able to tell when someone is is spoofing to you. So that's tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. Now, last couple of messages, we got a a text in there from a girl called Lorna. She works in finance, and apparently her boss for the last while has been like just jumping on calls and getting them to jump on calls at like nine o'clock in the evening. She works a, a normal nine to five, and it seems like the attitude of the boss is, sure, what else would you be doing? Yeah. Sure, we're in lockdown. You have nowhere to go. You have no cinema. You have no gym. You have no football. You have no nothing. What else would you be doing? And we're just wondering, are you in a similar situation? And uh, what do you do? What do you do in this situation?
2: Say no. Say You have to just put your foot down and say no. They cannot fire you.
1: I know they can't fire you, but I think you're locking yourself out of...
2: Doesn't matter. Move jobs then.
1: Eh, You can't really move jobs in a pandemic.
2: You're going to have to just suffer with them being annoying. uh, But you're only doing your hours that you're you're meant to be doing. Uh, And then once... I mean, I'd immediately start looking for a new job to be honest, uh, and then leave.
1: I'd say there is a lot of people doing that. You like,
2: There are jobs out there. Like my brother got a job last week. Like there are jobs out there. So, you know, she's not stuck. So, Lorna, if this continues, absolutely look elsewhere because don't feel like this is your only. Out. If if there's if you're stressed in your job like that, leave.
1: Get your hoop out on OnlyFans. Get
2: your hoop out well, on OnlyFans.
1: The best advice I've ever gotten. Or ever read Was especially in relation to work Was to have uh, What they call an FU fund So screw you fund Yeah So you figure out You know Your monthly expenses Yeah And you save up Six months of expenses And if the job ever gets too bad
2: You're just like Bye See you later Gone
1: Just say Go and shove it up your And just walk out And And having that plan or having that you know it's your, your emergency Security. fund your nest egg because yeah. you know you probably okay maybe you'd be slightly different. most people you should be able to pick up something in six months you know what I mean if you, oh, yeah. so you can look after your, your savings you can probably stretch that out to nine months as well if you lived on uh, lived on beans for the month as well but I've never I think it's such especially if you're just starting off for your own job like I was terrible, terrible with savings and money for years. Oh, I
2: don't think I've ever saved any money.
1: There you go. But as soon as I heard that, it was like you know, if you're you know, if you've got rent and a mortgage, and you're chained to a job where maybe Lauren is, she's got no savings. And I know easier said than done. If you're paying Dublin rent, it's not the easiest thing to do in the world. But to try for a year to save up a couple of months' expenses so that you have that fund in your back pocket, so you're never worried. So you you wouldn't be too worried about not going to that meeting because they're like, well, you lose your job and you're like, no, oh, go don't screw care. yourself. Yeah. I'm off so you one hundred percent. so everyone you need to make sure that you have
2: an FU fund a
1: screw you boss fund that has what six months to a year of expenses in it if you can Yeah. again easier said than done but like don't go on on holidays sell the car and have a a couple of couple of months savings couple of months expenses Mm -hmm. saved up and then you can just tell them to go shove it great (laughs) idea uh, but yeah it's, it's just interesting to see how management and stress like I would have thought working from home has been helpful to a lot of people, but there's some people I've talked to and their lives have been made to live in hell because they've yeah. multiple calls every day and they're expected. They're getting checked in on by their bosses and they've no autonomy and they've no freedom. It's just like why aren't you at your computer? Like, yeah, from like
2: that is. would be really stressful, especially that fear or that anxiety in your own house. Do you know what I mean? Mm. At least when you, you oh, yeah, were you can in kind the workplace, compartmentalize
1: place. a little bit. Yeah,
2: you leave and then you go home again, but when it's there, oh.
1: Oh the stress of it all There's no getting away So listen Lorna I don't know what to say to you Other than um, If it's a once off I'd be like Listen if it's a once off I'd be happy to work A few longer days Longer hours No problem at all If it's a once off Special project Kind of deadline thing That we all need to get done No problem at all But if it's a regular occurrence
2: Doesn't seem like It's a once off either though Right yeah So you know It seems regular And you know Your boss is just Taking the piss And look She's going to suffer In the end Because that's what you do You save up and you leave
1: But if you think about it Like when you're on your deathbed You're going to be like Why didn't I work longer
2: When you're on your deathbed You're going to be like Why did I not leave earlier For God's (laughs) sake what yeah. was I doing with my life
1: yeah it is weird I know so many people who have nine to fives but it's really a six it's a six, seven, eight yeah, o'clock yeah of course it is and everyone else in the office would be looking at you shaming you as you I walk know. out it's like hang hey, where are you going yeah it's only quarter past six date tonight or something what's going on terrible yeah anyway if you have uh, any other advice for Lorna who's asked been asked multiple occasions nine o'clock tell her you have to listen to room four at nine o'clock that you're booked in oh unfortunately, yeah, it, yeah. and you just can't I don't want you to tell them you've got a meeting with with Cormac and Saoirse we'll add a little a Zoom link and you can come join our Zoom call that's
2: a great idea
1: and then you can get out of that uh, but if you've experienced anything like that and you have a horrible annoying boss who does similar things let us know seven six seven nine seven one oh four. here's Joe.
0: you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long FM 104
1: sorry it's Cormac and Sersha here on Room 104 um, hello to Adele by the way she said hey guys I forgot to say it's my second wedding anniversary tonight oh now does that mean did you
2: forget or did is, you forget hello does that
1: mean her second wedding anniversary or her second wedding no, anniversary
2: no her second wedding anniversary it's the same guy it's the guy that she ate <laughs> out with and then didn't pay for her food oh yeah she ended up marrying him which is lovely and happy anniversary and I hope you have a lovely night together
1: please wish my beautiful husband Matty. Uh, or say that I love him so much. Thanks, guys.
2: Well, at least you are still in love two years into your marriage, which is good.
1: Or the first one of the second marriage. Who
2: knows? Yeah, who knows? It could be the second marriage. We we
1: don't judge. We love you, Matty. You're a beautiful man.
2: We love love you too. We love both of you.
1: Hope you have a good night, guys. Mm. Thanks for the message, Ian. Anyway, a few of the other messages... Uh, we are chatting earlier on, if and when the restrictions are lifted. Now, the news came out this evening, the delightful, brilliant news, sorry to be the one to tell you this, you might have seen, but if you haven't seen, looks like the restrictions are to continue until March the 5th. So the current level of restrictions, level 5 restrictions that we're in at the moment, is going to unfortunately continue for all of February and till at least March the 5th. And everyone is presuming that they're definitely not going to open up for Paddy's Day. So you could probably add another two weeks onto that at least. You
2: know what? It's probably realistically going to be April
1: 2028. Yeah, yeah probably will be the end of March if, if we're calling a spade a spade. Only good news is that um, vaccines are getting rolled out, so hopefully vulnerable people, sick people will get it, you know get that sorted, get that done, and we can slowly start to come out of it and have some sort of normal life. Anyway, we were chatting a little bit earlier on about if and when the restrictions are lifted. Hypothetically, if you could go to anywhere in the world where post-lockdown, when the lockdown restrictions are gone... Where is the first place that you would absolutely, 100% love to go to? This is the time of year when traditionally everyone is booking their weeks away, weekends away. They are, yeah. To give themselves something to look forward to in the calendar as we trudge on through the rest of January. Where would you go? If money wasn't an issue, by the way, where would be the first place you'd jet off to post lockdown, post COVID, post all this misery? Um, We have in here, Gillian. Yeah, Australia, a lot of time, uh, a lot of people say in Australia. Thanks a lot, Gillian. Last couple of our family apartment in Spain. Very plush. Oh,
2: very fancy well, indeed. No. Well, no, the stress of
1: not being able to get your own apartment. Jesus, Thanks no. for that, Sinead. Uh, Grace said she wants to go over to Holland. Oh, I like this one. Alexandria has said Lake Bled in Slovenia.
2: Slovenia, I've never been.
1: I think it's a very, very nice part of the world. Rachel, Philippines, Iceland, Canada, Dubai, uh, Turkey. Oh, there was another good one in here as well. St. Bart's. Now is that only oh, because Vogue yeah, that sounds... was over there recently? Yeah, I
2: know. I, I do follow her. I love her.
1: And maybe she shouldn't have been over there. I don't
2: know. I don't know where mm. they're living permanently at the moment. For <laughs> oh, sure just luck. the
1: taxman. Yeah, I wonder if the taxman does. We anyway. will
2: say nothing.
1: <laughs> say nothing. Uh, Katie has said, "Listen, hypothetically, she'd go to Bali and then to Santorini and then Dubai."
2: Do you think that twenty twenty two people are just going to take a year off work? I
1: think. A lo- I think. A, I think a lot of people could do that because. Some people I know have saved, have been able to save a lot of money because they're not driving as yeah. much and they're not spending as much. A lot of people have moved, well, more country folk, have moved out of Dublin and moved back home. True. So maybe for the rest of us stuck here, it's not the same. You know, you get away with not paying rent. But I've heard of some people who have been able to save up a ton of money because they're not spending.
2: I don't know how, though. I've not been able going to online, right,
1: going online. It's going online, right? I don't even center. know what I'm buying. Like, here we go. Yeah. Um, Boohoo have bought Debenhams, have they? See that?
2: Boo-hoo. Oh, I did, did see that, yes
1: madness lads uh, but that would be interesting I'm sure a lot mm. of people would definitely be like I had the worst two years of my life
2: yeah of course and they would. you
1: realise what's important you realise the is. it's not about sitting on a Zoom call at 9 no. o'clock it's about going to a bar somewhere in Dubai or Thailand Or what was
2: that couple that we spoke to or who were the couple we spoke to last year where they kind of gave up their jobs and went travelling around they
1: were on like the parenting travel blog yeah. now. oh I can't remember their names like but they, they just decided not to work yeah genius they rented out their gaff they moved out their gaff rented out their gaff and then are now making money from their website and their hashtag content amazing life amazing I don't know but I would like to have a home to come home to I couldn't do the whole nomad kind of thing you know what I mean
2: yeah same actually Yeah.
1: Oh, the still dream. though sounds the like a dream. dream now uh, so they're the last few messages that have come in anyway some good uh, Vietnam Ibiza and a few others as well a lot of people dying to go away uh, we'll add that to the list. Ones. Thank for those. Thank you for those messages. Anyway, uh, listen. That is it from us tonight. Jim, Jim, and Nobby are back tomorrow morning. Instagram, thousand euro cash could be yours. Put it towards your saving. Then you can leg it in twenty twenty two. Definitely. <laughs> Job done.
0: You're listening to the Room One Hundred and Four Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM One Hundred and Four.
3: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.